0: I absolutely adore and look up to your bishop and your precious wife and family. Let's give the Lord another hand clap and praise for them. See, some folks. They claim to be Pentecost, but they're really plenty cross. They're like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. I tell folk all the time, I say, I don't care how many tongues you speak. If you can't talk to me in English, you got the wrong Holy Ghost. Hello, somebody. How many know you to love one another? Hello somebody. You gotta have that Holy Ghost anointed love for one another. Somebody say amen. Every day. 24-7. Seven days a week. Woo! 12 months out of the year. 365 days. Come on, somebody. Woo! All day, every day. I just anointed to preach and say You anointed know to love your neighbor. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come on, somebody. Right. I'm going to get in this thing. I love the diversity of this church. Because, <laughs> you know, there ain't going to be no segregation in New Jerusalem. <laughs> if we're going to be together down up here, we might as well be together down here. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Red, yellow, black, and white, we all precious in this sight. Rich, poor, educated, uneducated. I don't care if you're wealthy or whether you live under a bridge somewhere. You still got a soul, and God loves you. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. feel quite at home, always have, and I'm going to get in the word, but I just got to tell you, your bishop came to Crawfordsville a few years ago and spoke a prophetic word over the house, and within months, God manifested that word to a T, Hello, somebody. And it came to fruition. And now we're blessed with a new building, new property, two acres of land, a house that goes. Y'all ain't saying nothing. But I've got a God that can back up what he's saying. I've got a God that speaks truth. Somebody say amen. Hallelujah. I want to thank you for that, for speaking into our lives. Paul said, We have many instructors in Christ, but we have not many fathers. That's a whole nother study. I have to come back another time for that. Deuteronomy chapter 28. Thank God for my precious wife, First Lady Lee. Let's hold a little hand and pray for her. Appreciate you. My granddaughter's around there somewhere. Hopefully, she's somewhere not getting in too much trouble. Praise the Lord. Deuteronomy 28 going to read expeditiously, 1 through 13, then 15 through 20, then Psalms 84 and 11, then I'm going to end with Galatians 6, 9. It does not suggest longevity, but rather clarity. Amen. So that's all right to praise God. For that, praise the Lord. It don't take God long to be strong. And that you come to pass... In Deuteronomy 28, verse 1, Thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God to observe and to do all his commandments which I command thee this day, that the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all nations of the earth, and all these blessings shall come uh, on thee and overtake thee, if thou shalt hearken to the voice of the Lord thy God. Blessed shalt thou be in the city, and blessed shalt thou be in the field. Blessed shall thou be the fruit of thy body, and the fruit of thy ground, and the fruit of thy cattle, uh, the increase of thy kind, and the flocks of thy sheep. Blessed shall be thy basket, and thy store. Blessed shalt thou be when thou comest in, and blessed shalt thou be when thou goest out. The Lord shall cause thine enemies that arise up against thee to be smitten before thy face. They shall come out. Against thee one way and flee before thee seven ways. The Lord shall command the blessing upon thee in thy storehouses and in all that uh, setteth thine hand unto, and he shall bless thee in the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. The Lord shall establish thee in the holy people unto himself as he hath sworn unto thee, if thou shalt keep the commandments of the Lord thy God and walk in his ways. And all the people of the earth shall see that thou art called by my name of the Lord and shall be afraid of thee. And the Lord shall make thee plenteous in goods and fruit of thy body, the fruit of thy cattle and the fruit of thy ground, and the land which the Lord swear swear unto thy fathers to give thee. The Lord shall open unto thee his good treasure the heavens is to the the given the rain unto the land and to the season and to bless all the works of thine hand and thou shalt lend unto many as nations and thou shalt not borrow and the lord shall make thee the head and not the tail thou shalt be above only and thou shalt not be beneath if thou hearken unto the commandments of the lord thy god which i command thee this day to observe and to do them all right verse 15 uh through twenty. Actually, yeah, verse 15 through 20. But it shall come to pass when thou wilt not hearken to the voice of the Lord thy God, to observe, to do all the commandments and the statutes which I command thee this day, that all these curses shall come upon thee and overtake thee. Cursed shall thou be in the city, and cursed shalt thou be in the field. Cursed shall thou be thy basket and thy store. Cursed shall be the fruit of thy body and the, and the fruit of thy land, and the increase of thy kind, and the flocks of the sheep. Cursed shalt thou be when thou comest in, cursed shalt thou be when thou goest out. The Lord shall send upon thee cursing, vexing, vexation, and rebuking all that thou settest thine hand unto for to do it, until thou be destroyed, and the, thou perish quickly because of the wickedness of thy doings, whereby thou hast forsaken me. Psalms 84 11. Old fashioned. I still got my. Still take my Bible. Psalms ninety four and 11. For the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord will give grace and glory. No good thing will he withhold from them that walk uprightly. Galatians 6 and 9, last verse, and then you can be seated. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I can quote it, but I want to read it. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. For just a few moments, if you would put the title of the message up, I want to preach to you. The disobedience and curse seasons of your past will no longer withhold the blessings of your obedience today. Keep that up there for a minute. Uh, This is a direct assignment of the Holy Ghost. Specifically for Heritage Apostolic Tabernacle. I could not shake it. Hmm. God deposited this in my spirit so heavy, so strong. This is a message for the ecclesia, for the corporate body as well as individuals within this body. I'm going to read this again because I want it to, to resonate in your spirit. The disobedient and cursed seasons of your past will no longer withhold the blessings of your obedience Today. that just raise your hands right now. Just raise your hands. Just begin to thank God right now. Begin to thank God right now. Bishop, would you ask God's blessing over this? Jesus, we thank you, Lord God, for your word today, God. And we ask, Lord, that you just bless. God, anoint our hearts. God, anoint our ears to hear, Lord. God, anoint your messenger today, Lord God, to deliver to us, Lord God what we need from you. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. <clears throat> Jehovah has always been very clear with his people on his mandates and expectations. And uh, we must understand that it is Our honor in the Hebrews and in the Israeli nation, it was their honor to serve the Lord and to to know him and to uh, that he had provided for them and protected them and preserved them and and supplied for them many provisions in their lives. Generations upon generations, God proved time and time again his faithfulness towards his people. Amen. Praise God. And we have the Abrahamic covenant. You remember God had told him. He said, Abraham, you look into the this heavens you see the stars, how innumerable they are. In number, and he looked at the grains of, on the on the shore, and how you cannot count them. He said, "So shall thy seed be." And, and then a lot of us stop right there. But he also said that your seed will possess the gates of your enemies. In other words, I'm also going to relieve release spiritual authority and power in your life. And whenever there's opposition that will come your way, because you can't even win without an opponent. You need you need opponents. You need uh, obstacles. You you need hindrances. You need haters. Uh, they're not pleasant when they're inactive, but, but when they're active, but, but it, they're necessary because God will use them to set you up for the next level. Somebody say hallelujah. Oh, my Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. So God is telling his people, he said, I want you to understand that even though there's nations more in number than you, there's nations that have greater military, superior military force than you. There's more people. That, there's nations that have more amen, scientific technology even at that time than you. But he said, I am your God, and I'm going to exalt you above all the other nations. And He said, I'm making a covenant with you. I'm making a promise.'" And, uh, when God makes a promise, they, they don't break. You can stand on the promises. Of God. How do you know you can stand on the promises of God? He said, he said look, amen, I'm going to bless you. In the city, I'm gonna bless you. In the field, as long as you're obedient to me, he said, I'm gonna bless you coming in. I'm gonna bless you going out. He said, I, I, Matter of fact, blessings will overtake you. You don't even know when they're coming. You don't know what angle they're coming. You don't even know the swiftness of the velocity of the coming. But there's gonna be some things that happen to you suddenly that you don't even deserve. You're not really qualified for it. But I'm gonna bless you as if you were. I'm gonna give you glory. I'm gonna re- I'm gonna release favor and divine increase in your life. As if if you had it on your resume, you really don't have the credentials for it, but I'm going to bless you anyway. Hey, man, there's going to be people that you are above that, that even have more accolades than you, but, but you're my child, and I'm going to bless you. Hey, anyway, somebody say hallelujah. Uh, oh, he said... uh he said if your enemies come one way they're going to flee seven ways I said Lord I "I need to do a study on that I wonder what those seven ways are that they leave God just don't say things just for happenstance there's a revelation within that oh my God seven means the completion of perfection they're going to come to be immature but after after God works on them they're going to leave a lot more mature than they came because God's going to humble them and let them know that they cannot come against his anointed. They're going to come in ugly with bad spirits, but they're going to leave a little broken. They're going to come in having your name there for target practice, but they're going to leave with that lockjaw. They're going to they know how to act when they leave it. They're going to leave seven ways. <laughs> they're going to leave seven ways. Praise God. He said, I'm going to make you the head and not the tail. I'm going to make you the lender and not the borrower. He said, right now, you may be able to familiarize yourself with financial struggle. You may be able to familiarize yourself, amen, with being overbroke. Yeah, you may be very familiar with survival mode. He said, but there's going to come a time. I'm going to bless you so much, you're going to be able to bless other folk that have needs, you're gonna be able to relate to other people that struggle, you're gonna be able to be compassionate and have it within your being to be able to bless somebody that you can relate to. He said, All these blessings are gonna to come to you as long as it's continued upon your allegiance and your homage and your obedience unto me. Can the church say hallelujah? The word blessed in the Hebrew is barak. It is a process that causes, get this, it is a process that causes the bending of the knee uh, or brokenness. It's when God intentionally humbles us so he can safely entrust us with fortune, divine favor, and increase. It will cause a repeat effect, a ripple effect of ongoing positive and pleasant experiences. How do you like that? How do you want to be blessed like that? Just raise your hand. Uh, But cursed, he said, if you're disobedient, and what, what I, the main thing is, I've read this scripture, I've kind of skimmed over it hundreds of times in my life and ministry and studies. But you know, I just kind of generalized it and said, you know, if we're obedient, you get all these precious golden nuggets and all these wonderful things. But if you're disobedient, things just don't work out too well. and It doesn't end, end well. And I just generalized it. But you will know what I did not understand until I read the other day that the exact same things that obedience brings favor for are the exact same things that disobedience releases curses in it's the exact same thing God said your obedience I bless you coming in going out curses I'll curse you going in going out it's the exact same thing the exact same, your body, your health, your strength, your home, your cattle, being blessed, everything that obedience brings blessings to, curse your disobedience releases curses in. The exact same things. Two polar opposite directions. Effects that come from this. I, it really just really got to me and really, really resonated in my spirit that they were the exact same things. Obedience releases favor, disobedience releases cursing, and the exact same things. And every complex area of our life is affected by obedience or disobedience towards God. So in other words, if you feel distant from God, guess who moved? If you've deviated from the mandates of the word of God and things spiral south, we shouldn't be that surprised. Just kind of laying the groundwork a little bit. Uh, Praise God. And and, and the Lord began to deal with me and said, I want you to tell this church but people within this body of this august believers, he said, "I want you to tell them. I want you to speak a word because you got to you got to understand now. Stay with me now. From the sixty-six books of the Bible, from Genesis to Revelation, you have what's called the Logos. Everybody say the Logos. That's thirty-nine books of the Old Testament, twenty-seven in the New. That's the Logos. But when God takes from the Logos to 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 give you a message for you individually. It's called the rhema. Everybody say the rhema. So God takes from the logos to release the rhema. Everybody say the rhema. It's specific. It's not just a a turn of the dice. It's not just trying to, to hope for the best. It is specific Message that is spiritually assigned to YOU. You can't pot it off to nobody else. It's not going to do anything that way. God's speaking directly to you. Somebody say, God's talking to me. Somebody say, God's talking to me. God said, tell my people. In Muncie Heritage Apostolic Tabernacle, he said, "Tell them that even though they have experienced some low times, even though there's been times where it seems like you took two steps forward, but you got knocked five steps back, even though there was times when you, you, you there was people that there was a few people that were patting you on the back, but it seemed like there was a hundred people stabbing you in the back." He said, "Even though there's been times you've experienced this deficit, you, people have left, and people have." proved themselves disloyal, and and even though there were times where it seemed like the enemy came and direct targeted people's homes, and and there's been spiritual warfare on an all-time high, and it seems like when everything that could go wrong has went wrong, sometimes in our natural psyche, in our emotions, we tend to think we pick up uh, proverbial sayings huh, that history must continue to repeat itself and whatever has been is that's just the way it's going to remain huh, but god told me to tell this august church, this body of believers, that is not so. He said, tell my people that it doesn't matter what their disobedience has caused in their past. It doesn't matter what anybody has tried to label or put a stigma on them of their past. It doesn't matter what hole has been dipped. For you in your past he said let my people know that I'm still on the throne I'm still large and in charge I've got all by myself and I don't need anybody else's help he said tell him tell my people that there is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus who walk not after the flesh but after the spirit he said let my people know if any man be in Christ he's a new creature old things are passed away behold all things have become new he said remind my people where sin doth abound grace does that much more abound said let my people know let this church know this is like a letter as john the revelator let hey god god spoke to the seven churches in asia asia minor and gave them letters he said this is like a spiritual letter directly to this church oh my god in heaven i'm telling you i could not shake it god just kept putting Listen, he said, tell them that the disobedience and the curse, and listen, it's not always nothing, something anybody's done wrong here. Sometimes you're dealing with witchcraft on the outside, people trying to place curses. Come on, somebody. People trying to mean you harm, people that are jealous of you, people that are envious of you, people that don't want your best interests, don't have your best interests at heart. Come on, somebody. Y'all remember when uh, the children of Israel were conquering lands and Balak hired Balaam to curse God's people? He said, "Man, I'm, i feeling threatened because there's movement, there's growth, there's encouragement, there's excitement among the camp. Oh my God, there's revival that's happening amongst God's people. So he hired this sorcerer. He hired this professional enchanter to curse God's people. This witch doctor who was not a, he was not an amateur. He was a professional. He had a real good resume." Come on, somebody. He had caused many people to now be six feet under. Are you picking up what I'm dropping down right now? So Balak hired Balaam to curse God's people. Oh, my God. But every time he tried to curse them, he ended up blessing. And he'd be like, I could bless you. Let me try this. This worked in the past. What's wrong? I'm not an amateur. I've done this many times. I could bless you. Payback said, Man, what are you doing here? He said, Man, I'll give you everything. You just do what I've called you to do. He kept trying. He said, All right, man. I could bless you. What's wrong here? I'm trying to take these people out of this. Is be a, it's, man, this is my big paycheck. It's a six figure income here. I could bless you. Balaam said, what is your problem? God speaks to Balaam. God speaks to this professional enchanter. How do you understand that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and the rulers of the darkness of this world and spiritual wickedness in high places? You you gotta gotta know that. You gotta know that. You gotta know that. I don't care how ugly people get. I don't care how nasty people get. I don't care how crazy people get. You gotta realize that it's not just them, it's the spirit within them that they need a breakthrough. They need deliverance. They need to set free. They need healing. He he said, You can't curse them, I'm blessed. He goes out to Balak he said, you don't understand, man. You can give me a promotion. You can give me all the land. You can give me these mansions. But I can't do, I can't undo what God's already done. Listen, and listen, then Balak says something that a lot of people don't catch in this whole story. Balak, see, see, Balak says then, he said, either, okay, don't curse them or bless them. This, ladies and gentlemen, is the introduction of a break-even spirit. Stay with me now. The enemy introduced a break-even mentality to try to be imposed upon the people of God. He said, if you can somehow get them to drop their destiny and inheritance And the prophetic word over them of prosperity, being empowered to prosper. And you allow them to embrace a break-even mentality, a break-even spirit. When one saint, the other backslides. We got a family coming in, family going out. You know, one child improves, the other child is corrupt. If we can get if the devil can insert a break-even mentality in our spirit to try to make us just accept the norm, accept the drumbeat of the world, accept compromise and corruption. Let me tell you something. It's easy to notice bright lights that suddenly are turned off. But it's a hard lesson. To learn when you have that dimmer switch, that subtle, slow motion, darkening of the pupils in the eye. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, the enemy knows that he may not be able to get you with this method or that (laughs) method, but if he can somehow allow you to take and embrace a break-even spirit Ah, to where you don't go beyond to conquest the land, the area, the city assigned to you. And somehow, if he can get your mindset and your spirit, you're still faithful to church, still coming to church, still clapping your hands, still going through what I call Pentecostal calisthenics, but in your mind and in your soul, you've retreated in your spirit. And instead of fulfilling the will of God and your function in the body of Christ, You've settled for a break-even spirit. So God said, tell them that when the enemy comes in, see, we, we put the comma in the wrong place. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord lifts up a standard against it. What it says, when the enemy comes in, then what it's saying is, like a flood, the spirit of the Lord lifts up a standard against it. God comes in like a tsunami. His mercy comes in like a tsunami. His grace comes in like a hurricane. His mercy is like an ocean to stand up against the wiles of the enemy. He said, tell them, tell them, tell them, tell them, tell them that I, the Lord, will restore unto them the years that the locusts have eaten, the palm worm, and the canker worm, and the caterpillar, and what these are. These were different species, uh, different stages that w- were able to do different various damages to the crops. And he asked him, regardless of how much damage has been done in your life, God said, I, the Lord, am going to restore everything that's the enemy meant for evil I'm going to flip the script and I'm going to make it for your good you better hear what I'm saying apostolic tabernacle apostolic church you better understand what the word of God is saying to you that God's about to send unprecedented revival to this church and you're going to see a flood of harvest and souls come in like never before God, He said, tell them that the disobedience and the curse. Uh, Their past will no longer withhold the favor, the increase, the enlargement, the blessing that I'm about to release because now they are in alignment. They are in alignment with me. They are synchronized with my word. They are hearing my voice. Oh, my God. And their obedience to me is going to release my favor once again. And there will be nothing anything can do or anybody can do to stop the flood of revival that I'm sending to this house. No good thing well, I will I withhold from them they the walk uprightly before me. I want you to understand everything in the spiritual has an equal and opposite reaction in the natural so when you listen to me when you have victory in the private sector, God will show it publicly in the public sector. God will show it openly in the public sector. When you go to your secret closet, oh, I come over come to somebody's been praying. Somebody's been fasting. Someone's been in consecration. Someone's playing the planar sign. Someone's been in devotion. Someone has sacrificed. And God told me to tell you, he has heard your cry. If my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways then will I hear from heaven I will forgive their sin and I will heal their land. Now, now shall my eyes be open and my ears attend to the prayers that are made in this place. For I have made I come I have made this place a place of sacrifice. Your obedience, your obedience is what has gotten God's attention. Listen to me. God has seen your heart's desire. God has seen and he has heard the cry of his people. Y'all remember Haggai? Y'all remember Haggai? They said those who remembered the glory and the splendor of the, of the former house God said the silver is mine and the gold is mine and he said the glory he said the glory of the latter house shall be greater than that of the former house God is saving the best for last God is saving the best for last. God is saving his best for last. God's got a blessing with your name on it. God's got a blessing with your name on it. All you gotta do is keep on walking. Keep on talking. Keep on walking by faith. Your living is not in vain. Your worship is not a waste. Your sacrifice is never a vain. It's never a waste. God God has your tears in a bottle and he is going to bless you and he is going to move for you. Young people keep living for God. Middle-aged keep living for God. Senior citizens keep living for God. Because eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, neither has it entered into the hearts of men the things that God has prepared for them that love him. Paul said, for I reckon that the suffering of this present time is not worthy to be compared to the glory which shall be revealed in us. It's going to be worth it all. I said, it's going to be worth it all. I said, it's going to be worth it all. It's already worth it all. I'm already enjoying Jesus. I already hear the joy bells ringing. I can already hear the angels singing. I've already got victory. I've already got victory. The promises of God are yea and amen. To them which believe, endurance is a factor because it's not a sprint, it's a marathon. I like how Paul put it, if our hope in Christ was for this life only, we would be of all men most miserable. But how many know we got a higher hope? We got a greater promise. And sometimes I've heard it said, you know, I look in the back of the book and we win. I don't have to look in the back of the book. I can look all through the book. (laughs) Somebody said, we win, we win. Hallelujah, we win. See, you got to understand you're a chosen vessel. You're chosen vessels. Somebody say, I'm a chosen vessel. i say, I'm a chosen vessel. You've been brought to the kingdom for such a time as this. And God does not want anyone to have a spectator spirit. God doesn't want anyone to sit around idle and just be a recipient of what everybody else is doing. But how many know you must be a contributor to the fire? So how many know you must be a contributor to the fire? Whoever I'm preaching to, the Holy Ghost is preaching to in this house today. And, and you know you the enemy has tried to put that break-even spirit in you. The enemy has tried. To plague you with that dimmer switch. That he's been subtle like that serpent. And trying to place a spirit or a mindset of just getting by. Just just getting over broke. But deep within you. You realize. If the devil could have killed me. It would have happened years ago. If the, if the devil could have took me out, I'd have been gone months ago. If he really had that much power, I wouldn't be here today. Woo! But now that I'm here, I might as well give God the glory. Now as well here, I might as well give God the praise. Now that I'm here, I might as well give him praise, give him glory. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. He's a sustainer, he's a keeper, he's a way maker. He's a heart fixer. He's a mind regulator. He's a burden bearer. He's a friend to the friendless. Hello, somebody. Woo! <clears throat> if you know that God has a bright future for you, I want you to come out this altar right now. If you believe that God has chosen you for such a time as this in the youth group, in the men's ministry, the women's ministry, the couples ministry, leadership in the church, servants, the gifts of help, government, administrative gifts, children's ministry, Sunday school department, baptismal committee, intercessors. The Bible says, believe ye his prophets and so shall ye prosper. He said, I will not do anything until I first reveal it to the prophets. And even though I have a shepherd's office, God, every once in a while, he put a mantle on me for a particular purpose, particular purpose. Now, what we're going to do, listen, I don't believe in gimmicks. I don't believe in just doing things for the flesh, but I hear the Holy Ghost. Listen to me. The enemy has tried to keep some of you in the bondage and mindset of your past. Now, listen to this preacher, this prophet right now. The brain, the mind, has two primary functions it will replay and pre play. It will replay memories, and the enemy will try to capitalize upon that with bad memories. Hurtful memories, disappointing seasons, rejection, low self worth, low self esteem, abuse, chaos, disruption, corruption, stay with me, cycles, generational curses. The enemy will try to make you replay these things in your mind. To try to keep that stigma on you. To try to keep that definition on you. But God said it's time to get rid of that stinking thinking. It's time to release that garbage out of your spirit. It's time to be liberated from that bill of goods. It's not you anymore. That's not who you are anymore. He who the Son has made free is free indeed. So now the Holy Ghost, I said the Holy Ghost is about to give you and download and deposit within you revelation knowledge about the everlasting love of God and his mercy and his grace and you can replay that over and over and you can preplay visions and dreams For the vision is yet for an appointed time. But though it tarry, wait for it. For at the end it shall speak in thy lie. So listen to me. Listen. Listen. More times than not, before God releases a miracle, He will give us a set of instructions to get our involvement of faith and obedience. So I'm going to piggyback off of that and I feel in the Holy Ghost. When I count to three, because three is the number of manifestation and resurrection, When I count to three, this is what I want you to do with your past. The devil keeps trying to browbeat you up. with. When I count to three, I want everyone in here, whether it's for yourself or for a loved one, to physically turn around. Now when I count to three, after I count to three, physically turn around. And when you turn around, By faith, drop every ounce of garbage and negativity from your past. Everything the enemy would try to speak, every ugly, haunted word of your past. As far as the east is from the west, so have I removed thy sins from thee. And when you get positioned, it's now in your present and in your future. Begin to praise God and worship God like you didn't lost your ever God-loving minds around here. It's about to get plumb stupid in the Holy Ghost. I want everybody, listen, You gotta. I'm telling you right now, if you'll take this word, if you'll do what the man of God says, you're going to see something shift in the spirit of your life. You're going to see something shift in your home. You're going to see something break in your neighborhood. Generational curses are going to be lifted. Suicidal thoughts are going to be gone. So when I count to three, obey the word of God and you will see the fruit thereof. One, two, three it right now do 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 it right now yes 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 like you've never known before